there, there was a couple that sat in front of me before and went for counselling and the guy suddenly said to the girl in front of my in front of me I don't I don't love her anymore you know and I could see like the girls the, the whole world came crashing down you know right there and then Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. How are you? I hope you're doing amazing. Uh, thank you for listening to The Truth About Love all the way to now in episode 13. Yes, Welcome. mashallah. Yes, uh, I'm easy here once again and with me is the wonderful Lisa Surihani. Lisa, um, are you excited for today's episode? Yes, yes. Um, uh, it'll be very interesting to dive deep into it, you know, because we will be exploring a topic which uh, Ustaz Mizi will be introducing in just a few seconds. Mm -hmm. But so worth it to discuss because uh, many have been going through this experience ultimately um, frightened by it somewhat. Mm -hmm. At the same time, also trying to find um, clarity in understanding why they are going through something like this. Yep. Take it away, Mizi. What are we talking about today? Yes, so today's episode indeed is about um, can two people who fell in love with each other fall out of love from each other? Mm. Which is a very big topic. Right. <laughs> um, because, why, yeah. why is it a big topic, right? Like we, we, we say fall out of love, mm. like it's as easy as saying fall in love, right? Mm -hmm. But fall out of love yeah. to come up to that it, 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 although we can say it quite easily verbally but then um, it's not as casual yes as indeed. it sounds well the reason why we're doing this again is because I think this is one of the innate fears that many people have when they're about to make a long-term commitment mm. when they could also be very madly in love right now with somebody but your biggest fear, if you ask them, is what if this doesn't last? Mm -hmm. And we're, they're not really talking about the marriage as they are talking about the feelings. Mm -hmm. What if the feelings don't stay forever? Mm -hmm. What if one day I stop loving this person? Mm -hmm. What if I fall out of love from my husband, my wife? And that, to me, is a genuine fear. Some people fear that it might happen uh, from within themselves. Some people fear that this might be something that your partner do, does to them. Yeah. One day wake up, the partner says, you know what? I don't feel it anymore. <laughs> and it really, really shows how important it is to many of us where what we feel towards our partner and vice versa is concerned. Mm -hmm. You know, like you mentioned just now, it's not so much the 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 notion of matrimony it's not the, the the sanctity of marriage it's the feelings that they feel what mm. they want to be able to feel every day for the rest of their lives with the partners or, or with their the the companion that they have um, decided to get married to yeah you know? let's let's put this out of the way first which is um can two people who fall out of love lisa stay in a marriage till their death I wouldn't say it's impossible. Yeah. I think I've heard of stories before that 
where especially um, more often I think yang dah ada anak lah. Yeah, and some yeah. of them not just that. Some of them might be a lot older, like they have grandkids, and they're not really in love with each other anymore. But it's so inconvenient to to uh, leave this. As in, like it's leche, is it? Leche, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's not. It's also not so unbearable. It's different, you know. Falling out of love right. and really hating the guts out of this person that you are with are two mm. different feelings and emotions. You don't despise this person. You just mm. don't feel anything special anymore. Mm. Um, in the previous episode, you spoke about keeping the spark alive. Right. Maybe this is something like when the sparks die off, you know, no, no more sparks whatsoever. Mm. You don't feel anything anymore and nothing mm. special. Mm. So can you stay together? I think it is possible and I think it has happened for many marriages. Yeah. Um, they just continue to just make it work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not that hard, to be honest. It's not that hard. People have pretended when things are really bad at home. This is not bad at home. This is just we're we're we're. So we're, they've come to a certain understanding with one another, like you know, like. Sometimes they, it's not even communicated. They just know, like. Oh wow! Yeah. It's it you know after after That's a while, new. like I said, yeah. After a while, it's routines though, right? It's all routines. Um, you wake up one day me. and then, you know, uh, if you're grandparents and on the weekends maybe you go to the market together, get the groceries you know, um, host the grandchildren mm. you know, during the day, on weekdays, you do your part-time stuff or maybe you do mm. some gardening or whatever, right? Mm. Like, they don't have to be in love with each other to be able mm. to maintain that look. Oh, well, it's, it's a front. I really like it that I'm still very much in love. Even of course, we I'm all hope granny, to. Even though I'm granny age, you know? I, and I've seen that too. It's really sweet. Yeah, I, I I love seeing that. It's really sweet. You know, when our grandparents, like masih pipintangan and things like that, it's yeah. really sweet. Yeah. Um, when they miss each other, like you know, uh, my my late grandfather, they kalau my grandma keluar je, mana sisteri tak balik balik ni? Macam kita macam dari dari dulu. Pada je. So um so it's yeah. something you know you see that too, and it's really sweet. Um, yeah. But you also have to acknowledge that there are some who have actually fallen out of love, but they keep it that way because it's actually easier and more convenient that way. Right. Wow. Mm. Hmm. So th- let's talk about this fear. Um, like I said, sometimes I think the fear, Lisa, is not so much when somebody comes to me and say, um, you know, says I'm scared. One day my husband doesn't love me anymore or my wife falls out of love. Okay. And then she loves someone else, for example. Sometimes right. when people come to me, they say, Sas, I'm scared if I stop feeling this. Yeah. And and I think the only people who would raise that early on are the people who have actually experienced it before. Meaning they've had a relationship before this and um, suddenly out of the blue, they realize maybe two years, three years into the relationship, they're like, hmm, I don't really feel anything special anymore with this person. Before we get into marriage, Mm. Before we get into anything long term, mm. I think I need to tell this person that I'm I'm done, I'm out. And because, Lisa, they felt it before, they're, they're scared that they might feel it again. This time around, in, in a much more serious, um, you know, setup, you know, like marriage. But it could also be something where, because it's uncharted territory, you know, like for example, like how, you know, Yusri has told me before, like, you know, I've never had any relationships beyond X amount of years. Mm. And then, you know, in my case, like, oh, for me, it's like... 
it, never beyond eight, right? Like mm. never beyond eight years. Like, and then and then like you know, well, not that I actually communicated it, but then it it did cross my mind where I was like, wow, actually, you know, like how does how does one, like, are they? How do we stay in love? But then it wasn't like something that I allowed for the anxiety, um, the anxious thought itself to consume me because mm. I I. I was looking at my parents. I think as a, as a, as a benchmark, mm. you know, and um, and I thought, yeah, it is still possible, you know. And I remembered like my classmates' uh, parents also, you know, like, you know, they they're all grandma, grandpa, you know, but still, like you said, pin pin tangan still, and you know, still like when they laugh at laugh together and all that. And I was like, I was like actually, boleh just nanya kan? It's just mm. it's just how we work at it. I suppose it's hard work, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I suppose we just have to work at it, that kind of thing, lah. So I thought, okay, lah. So that the thought, that fear, that want, that 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 few has asked you, did come to me to be honest, but mm-hmm. it came and went. Mm. But yeah, but it's real though. Yes, it is. It is scary. If one day you hear your partner say the words "I don't love you anymore," oh gosh, na uzbila. Uzbila, it's scary, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, it's sort of like. How come? Mm. Then, then it's a lot of things that you want to digest, right? Like uh, you, you, you wonder, is it me? Yeah. Am I uninterested? The first, the do first I question not, is, know? is it me? Oh yeah, first yeah. Question, yeah. Right. What did I do? What did I not yeah. do? What did I not do too? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, I've I've had this before in front of me. I think I can't remember. Oh, okay. Look at you. I can't remember whether. I can't remember whether I had. The, I shared in the uh, the truth about love in the previous episodes, or whether uh-huh. in some other program. But there, there was a couple that sat in front of me before and went for counselling, and the guy suddenly said to the girl in front of my in front of me, "I don't I don't love her anymore," mm. you know. And I could see like the girl's the her whole world came crashing down, you know, right there and then, Spoiler. hearing those words because she she brought the husband for counselling, hoping that this might. It, but then, you know, I allowed the husband to just open up and share what he truly felt, and um, and he was cold throughout. You know, that was another reason why I wanted him to speak more. He was yeah. like, wasn't really saying much. We're giving one word answers. So I just, you know, wanted him to to be honest, and and those were the words that he said, and it's really heartbreaking. It's it's difficult um, to accept, but sometimes that is the the reality. And you know that that goes to show that it is possible for something like that to happen, even if you've mm. been together for a long time. Yeah, and then from the sounds of it, like, like, you know, knowingly, unknowingly, you know, the wife is trying to see if you know, like, how do we make this work? Like, you know, and I don't know how else to approach the situation at home. Mm. Um, you know, like people say, communicate, but then I'm trying to communicate here, but I'm not getting the response where which which allows for for this to move forward. I need counseling, and then she brings him to counseling, mm. and yet this is the you know like the circumstance of you know, of it, and and yeah, that kind of that kind of yeah. really put me. I don't, I don't really it. know whether we can actually prepare couples. For this day properly, I don't know whether mm. we can actually help prevent this from happening. Apart mm. from perhaps what we've been saying many, many times over the last mm. few episodes, which is 
to communicate regularly and frequently. Mm. Like, if you start feeling even the slightest of feelings that, you know, why why am I losing this? Can mm. bring it up. First of all, you might want to bring it up directly to your partner. Don't don't scare them. Like, but just tell them that you know what, we've we've not been spending enough time together, and I'm scared that I'm losing, you know, this this thing that I had for you when we yeah. first met. Yeah. Or maybe we've allowed the kids to get in the way so much of our relationship that I'm starting to lose what we had when it was just the two of us. Mm. Bringing these things up early, I think, may help. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. Either you start figuring out how you can prevent it from getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. Or it actually helps your partner to prepare for the eventual outcome, uh, yeah. which is the worst thing, lah. But at least I think I think the, the key the key point as well in following up from what you're saying is how like when when you kind of facing that kind of turmoil, you know, internally is to actually address it quite quickly, mm-hmm. you know, rather than to let it sort of like see how it goes and mm-hmm. you know because because of um. Frustrations, you know, in in a marriage, or can kind of take your heart to dark places, mm-hmm. um, where you sort of allow it to manifest. You allow it to um, accumulate, and um, and and this in turn um, also sort of like um, because you know you you know so much is pent up inside and not really expressed and discussed. And suddenly, like every little thing bothers you, or like you know, or or it bothers you maybe something, but sometimes maybe unimpress you maybe. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you're sort of like, oh, you know, like and and, and mm-hmm. there's annoyance. Mm-hmm. These are all real feelings that can sort of generate if 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 it's not tackled from the very beginning, like how Ustaz was saying. It's true. You know, so I think yeah, like like first point how how um, how important it is in a marriage is the communication has to be done regularly and frequently mm-hmm. and i'm guessing like you know it's not just about what bothers you and what annoys you or what frustrates you maybe it's also highlighting things that you can appreciate yes that's true i think i think that would also help with 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 making it nice and sort of like although it may not happen very often because you know of life life happens and all that mm-hmm. stuff and like like you know uh, what's the big deal they bagi air ke air or something like that ke apa ke but then you're like macam thank you so much it's really sweet of you to give me some water yeah. when Thanks. you actually like you know if you know what I mean like exactly mm. yeah. I think we need to focus on both it's not just about prevention but also adding more value um, yeah. to the relationship and making yeah. your partner feel loved and appreciated which you know thank you for bringing this up because I want to also raise how how the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was in his marriage can mm. he was actually very playful and i think being playful is important in a marriage you know you can be playful in many different ways the prophet peace be upon him was you know known to even play catching you know dengan the wife like he would chase oh, after like the wife the kerja. wife and mm. you know like you know that that adds some something to the marriage you know you mm. feel excitement yes exactly mm. um and there's also <laughs> you cannot eh? there, I know there's this husband and wife uh, in Singapore I, some of you may know them uh, Chef Bob uh. 
So Chef Bob ni dia punya uh, dia suka post dekat uh, Instagram and his TikTok how he suka do that to the wife macam the wife macam senang apa? Terkejut. Uh, melata. Oh. So, <laughs> and he loves to kacau. Ya Allah. Oh banyak kesian wife dia. So <laughs> you can find like tens of those type of videos lah. So oh, always yeah, does I'll that. Check it out. Um, so funny. Anyways, uh, Chef Bob, uh, thank you for entertaining us. But don't do that to your wife anymore, okay? Um, what what I wanted to say is the playfulness is important. Uh, mm. Also, the manjaness. The Prophet mm. was known to sometimes rest his head on the wife's lap. You know, instead mm. of the opposite, where sometimes people see that, oh, only the wife yang manja letak kepala on the yeah, yeah. husband's lap. But the Prophet actually did the opposite. He, put, he rested his head on mm. the wife's lap. And, the, mm. you know, And and sometimes he would he would close his eyes and rest and fall asleep and the wife would play with his hair, mm. like those kind of stuff. Don't underestimate them. They're mm. not they're not small. Mm. You know, so so you need to know your partner. It helps with bringing up like good feel good feelings inside our mm. body. Can is mm. is um it it uh, raises the um oxytocin in our body. Oxytocin, yes. Yeah, when 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 we uh hug, you know, and uh caress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those th- you know with with uh, I mean halal. Eh? You know, yes. I mean, you know like when 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 all Correct. that is done, the the it kind of helps to soothe, you know. Uh it yes. helps to soothe us kan? Yeah. Um yeah, you're right. Like being playful in marriage uh But I would like to say, yeah. I would like to say, okay, kerja mengejar, just don't do it in a Mr. Boogeyman style. Um, that's all well and good. But maybe t- tickling, tickling, maybe it's something that can be off limits lah. <laughs> Is it because yeah. you don't like to be tickled? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. He, yeah. he, he, he loves tickling me. So, so I, I'm like, I'm always like, You know, fearful of that. Like every time that you know, he he just goes, you know, like I just I just want to rest my hand there. He'll say, you know, and I'm like, yeah, right. Because after that, he'll just like tickle, you know. But but that's what keeps it exciting and fun. Yeah, lah, betul lah. It does, yeah. it does, it does. Yeah. Um, so so, you know, keep keep those things alive. Mm. If you like going out together, if you like taking photos together, there are so many things lah that you can do together. Some like to sing together. They would switch on their karaoke and sing off key, and they're happy. So let them, you know. Well, yeah, whatever works, right? <laughs> like in, in my case, like Yusri, Yusri is so shy when it comes to taking photos. Masha Allah, they memang jenis yang pemalu sangat sangat sangat. You know, like I, I, it's uh, I'm I I live in a very typical setting where I'm the one who's like of him and the kids, and there's not not many pictures of me and the kids. <laughs> You know, so yeah. why do you feel it, Missy? <laughs> do you understand? <laughs> I feel your wife, but anyways, um, yeah. So uh, and then karaoke, he's so shy and all mm. that. But you know, if we can, if we can, it's interesting though that he was like on the cover of so many magazines and he was a singer. You know, like it, it, I think I, I yeah, we've spoken about this and it's interesting how you know like we live our lives uh, and after, depending on on the cost of the cost that we take in for survival then that the, the, the a number of masks that we have like um and Understand. or facade or facade the roles know? that you had to play lah yeah 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 so so because because it was a lot of investment of energy for him mm-hmm. you know uh, but then he was like it was it was a lot for him he he admitted to me 
um, he was more of the creative process kind of guy. Like, he, you know, that was where his comfort zone was. Like, where yeah. he was... I, I can he imagine truly... he was really alive in the studio when oh, recording yeah. and coming yeah. up with the... Yeah. Yeah, so... I, I kind yeah. of understand. I can relate, you know. Mm. I'm not really the... You know, boy band. Yeah. But then, what, you know, whatever, like... You know, whatever that he said, I, I can totally relate. Yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah. I, love, I love behind the scenes stuff. To be honest, you know, when I when I do my events and I've done many, many events, like you've been a part of one, right? Mm-hmm. So I love the behind the scenes part. I love coming up. I love coming up with it. it. I right. love planning it. Uh, I love coming up with the titles, the topics. Um, I love the angling of it. I love all of that. I, I don't necessarily enjoy being on stage and speaking, mm. which is It's a, it's a different feeling, isn't it? Like yeah. the minute you're on stage and you're like, wait a minute, I'm tabling out everything that I've worked on like this, <laughs> yeah. this, this past few weeks, yeah. months maybe. I'm not saying I, then, I, hate, I hate it. I'm just saying that I, I enjoy more the behind the scenes process. Right, right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, uh, and... Uh, you know, maybe maybe if we would like to touch on maybe couples who have been around for, I mean, been, been together for a long, long time. And they probably feel like, you know, what's there to look for, la, you know, in each other? What we like to do together, you know, hobbies, la, all that, you know, like, you know, what's their life? You know, it's us at home, la, watch TV and then, you know, I, 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 we're very homely people anyway, mm. you know? I think it's really good for couples who are already talking about this and maybe they are in their 30s like the two of us mm. or maybe they're in their 40s mm. to maybe start uh, planning ahead. Like, you know, when we finally retire, when mm. we have grandkids or we don't, whatever, mm-hmm. um, what do you see ourselves doing every day? Just start, just start asking that. Right, mm. start asking that, and so that you can plan something, because you know some some actually genuinely love to travel, so maybe they, that's their plan. Mm. Some genuinely just look forward because they know they're gonna have grandkids coming over a lot. That's their plan. Some mm. they like, uh, like I said earlier, gardening and things like that. It's really something that grows on you. No pun intended. It grows on you. Right. <laughs> uh, when you when you get older. And, mm. and uh, so I guess it's important to just um, discuss it. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. I guess it's okay to, you know, like I guess I guess from there we can what the takeout that we can take from Ustaz's Ustaz's point. Ustaz with an apostrophe s here. <laughs> Ustaz's point um, is that this has does not necessarily have to be something that is figured out on your own luck and mm. like you know it's something that you could discuss together, like something that you could. Like sort of like, you know, look, once the kids hit on to their up, yeah. tertiary education, yeah, even then, after they even then, I mean, for my my wife and I, I think one of the things because we're moving house soon, mm. inshallah, we're selling off our current property and we want to upgrade. But then when the kids, when the kids hit a certain age, we we, we do have plans to downgrade back, you know, mm. and and live a simpler life. That's that's part of our plan. And so we have talked about it a bit. So I would encourage couples to have more conversations about this. Lah. Mm-hmm. Everything from place of residence and how about the kids and, you know, your career. Do you plan to retire completely young? In Singapore, as you know, we are encouraged to continue working way into our 70s, you know, like. I see. Uh, in, in Malaysia, I think you have an example really in one of your former prime ministers in 90s still working. And so... <laughs> So, so I mean, I think to each his own. I think you know what you want to look forward to. You know, 
what excites you, what keeps you alive. But more mm. importantly, what would keep the two of you close together? Mm. Yeah. Um, so when we look at reasons, Lisa, of why some people may fall out of love, some of the reasons is that they said, oh, because we argue a lot. And it, it, it makes me tired to always fight and argue and mm. quarrel. Every day, we, I come back home and I'm expecting another argument. And I'm sick of it. And we've been married for 10 years and I don't remember a week went by where we didn't fight. We always had something that we wanted to, to argue about. And it seems like both of us have this ego problem where if it's not him, it's me. If it's not her, it's me. You know, it's like, um, and I'm just so tired of that. I, I don't feel loved anymore and I don't love this person so much anymore because the only, the first thought that comes to mind when I think of my partner is that we're going to fight about something. Mm. Or I'm angry at him or her. Yeah. Mm. So be mindful of that, guys. If, you, if you're fighting way too often, there may be something wrong there. You need to look into it. You need to see, okay, what, what can be done to, to lessen the frequency of our arguments. Yeah. Um, list down the triggers. What do we normally fight about? When you are more aware of what you're fighting about, I think it's actually going to uh, help you to know uh, how, how to avoid those conversations or those arguments in the mm. future. So that's that's one area. Um, another area, Lisa, is that when you feel underappreciated. Okay, so mm. you're doing a lot for the family. You're pumping in resources. You're contributing to the family finances. You're supporting, you know, things at home. You're doing a ton of house chores. You have four, five, six kids. You're managing everyone's meals, everyone's laundry. You're doing all of that, and not a day. Uh, that has uh, gone by where you've actually heard your partner saying thank you for all that you've done. I really appreciate you doing all of this. And you don't hear that and you feel so underappreciated that it causes you to actually fall out of love. That is also possible. Wow. Mm. So like you said earlier, can you check up saying thank you, hey, thank you for doing this, thank you for taking mm. care of that. Small little thank yous here and there every now and then reminds it's your nice. partner reminds your partner that mm. that their actions are being acknowledged mm. and appreciated. And sometimes that's all that we want. We may not be appreciated by people at work, we may not be appreciated by our extended family members, but if the one person in our life that matters most, eh, our spouse, says thank you, that might actually make a huge difference in our life. Mm. True. Can I can I follow up on that like one more point before you? Mm-hmm. I think another one that can be uh, how do I say one of the reasons is actually the the loss of respect, mm. the loss of respect in in with regards to difference of mindset, okay. or or maybe like um, certain things that he should be performing like say certain certain things yang uh, the husband is supposed to fulfill you know tanggung jawab tanggung jawab mm-hmm. you're aware of this because you know you 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 read it in the quran and you 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 read your religious um uh, beneficial books and all that stuff and then you see that you know like <clears throat> the husband may not be fulfilling these duties yeah and then um there's loss for respect why why i mentioned this is because i've 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 been hearing 
stories um, from people sharing with me that they're struggling. Mm. They're struggling. They're struggling with 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 that. It's it, it, uh, because when they want to talk about it, it turns into an argument, and then, and then and then it's frustration because day in day out they live with the guy, and you know they live with the husband, but the husband is not performing as per what he should be yeah. doing. You know. So loss is re- uh, loss of respect that 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 allows for the frustration to manifest. Mm. Um, that too can be one of the reasons, actually. Yes. Uh, thank you for bringing this up because I do get messages every now and then, um, mainly coming from women. Though they say like, mm-hmm. my husband, uh, in one area specifically is you know I want to start praying but my husband doesn't want to support or I want to go belajar agama my husband always says no or I want to start wearing the hijab my husband says I'm not ready for you to do that yet uh, you know so it's not just them not leading the way they're also becoming an obstruction oh it's like the current like they yeah yeah mm. so it is, it's a double whammy I think and and the women start to lose what you said is the respect lah because um, I respect you to be the one leading the way mm-hmm. but since you're not leading the way and I've been reminding you or giving you opportunities to do that and you're not doing it mm. I'm starting to lose um, not just respect but also love for you mm-hmm. so yeah that, that's there, there are instances where I feel that you know they could give the husband some break lah. like for example when at the start of our MCO and then I noticed that there were some that were complaining because obviously, uh, you know, um, at the start of MCO, many um, many of the men could not could no longer go to the mosque, right? Yes. Because you know of MCO. And then you know a lot of the ustas, a lot of the um, ulamas were sharing that you know like, hey, this is your chance to spend time with your family. You can do jamaah with your family. You know, like this is a good thing in trying to show the hikmah, right? The hikmah that you you that there is uh, yang ada yang boleh ada mm-hmm. in your household, right? And then it was strange for me to see how dismissive the reactions were uh, in the response where they were saying Allah laki aku boleh baca al ikhlas sahaja mm. in in each rakaat, mm. you know, and but which was kind of like which which made me feel kind of like but but you know it's even if it's Al-Ikhlas, even though it, it, it even even though it is one of the it's not the shortest surah, but it's you know like the the apa, one of the tigakul uh, but but it's a it's still it's still a surah after al-fatihah, you know, um, and inshallah one day he will start doing different surahs, you know, like macam it, it would be nice if if you could sangkabai at that as well, kan? Macam yeah, but, you know. I, I I mean I did do I think an IG live to talk about this, and I said that it's not just about giving your husband the chance to lead, but also giving them encouragement. I told mm-hmm. the wives, if your husband is able to lead one time and he's never done it before or he never had the confidence to do it, mm-hmm. cheer him on, and say things like, "Seronoknya hey, dengar, you know, my husband but jadi imam, but dengar bacaan dia kuat kuat, macam just do that." You know, mm. how men, and I'm a man, and I know that mm. when your wife praises you and compliments you, it gives you more self-belief. Uh, and then mm-hmm. you, you want to try more, you want to do more. Yeah, that's so nice. So sometimes that's yeah. what's needed. Uh. Yeah. And say like, you know, like, you know, sometimes they, even, sometimes they beat themselves up about it. Like, like, Allah, aku boleh baca pun alikhlas je. And you'll be like, but alikhlas is such a, 
it's such an amazing surah. Mm-hmm. It's such a powerful surah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that you're reading Ayat Plus. Mm-hmm. You know, like or, or something like that, right? Like you know, so. I mean, um, rather than you know, sometimes they themselves yang tengah rasa bitten up about it, and we don't have to add on to it, kan? Tapi coming back again to, you know, how these are real reasons that we've heard of before, where where yes. they lose respect because of they are aware of the duties and responsibilities, or rather the the uh, what their hopes are in. Um, the men of the house or the king of the house to be their imam or their guide, um, you know, to Jannah or to yep. to be on the right path, etc. So, yeah, that that becomes very is is a very sensitive issue as well because you know that's why that's why you know when you want to enter into marriage, you need to know. Um, your roles and responsibilities, and you also need to know your partner's expectations of you. Mm. Some women, maybe their expectations are not that high. As long as my husband can become the imam, salat jemaah, I'm good enough. Mm. Some women, they expect their husbands to be able to read the Quran and then teach the children the Quran. Mm. That is a bit The stakes are higher. Some yeah. want the husband to bawa family, pergi belajar agama every week, things like that. You know, right. commitment is greater. So there's, there's, there are different expectations. So you need to be clear with your partner from the very beginning. You know, one of the things that I, I value most in, in uh, a relationship, and inshallah in our marriage, will be uh, religion. Okay. So I want you to really take care of this. I want you to lead the way. I want you to guide us. I want you to take responsibility. And the husband's, the the guy's job would be to ask. So what do you mean by? responsibility, guidance, hmm. break it down for me. Because hmm. it, it may sound like you've been, you communicated, but it's actually not very clear. Right. Be clear from the very beginning. Like, oh, hmm. I want... Uh, I want you to be able to do this. I want you to be able to do that. Right. And not just say lead and guide because it's too generic, it's too vague, rather. Hmm. Um, and then the husband may say, oh, but I've, doing, I've done my duties. And hmm. the wife say, no. And the problem is communication wasn't clear. But what if, okay, like, I mean, I don't mean to be an advocate here, but then like, you know, there are instances where, where there are couples that are, they are at different places with regards to spirituality in the beginning of their marriage. And then, you know, um, as time pass on, then they become, um, maybe it's either that they're on the journey together or they're not. You know, like, like, and, and it all depend. It's all pursuant to circumstance or or experience or influence, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Books that they read maybe on their own time and all that, right? Or at the end, or um, you know, to sort of like to uh, encompass Allah's decree, whoever He gives hidayah to. You know, it could be that He gave hidayah to one partner and not the other, right? So you know, like 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 there are scenarios that do happen when they are already in the already in the marriage, if you know what I mean. Like and 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 then you know um, they started off differently, and then suddenly it's like like you know now I have this new set of expectations, right? And that's yeah. a bit that's a bit that's a bit tough because it wasn't communicated early, and this happens to actually a lot of people too. Mm. Like they they never really prioritize religion. Back in mm. the day, when they started mm. get to get to know each other, when they got married, mm. but yeah. as they age, and age does do this to some of us, right? We mm. we get wiser, or maybe we've gone through some really tough times, and we realize that God helped us get through it. And now, you know, you feel like you want to get closer to God. 
Okay. Um, you feel almost like a born again Muslim, Mm-mm. and you may feel it personally, but to expect your partner to also feel how you're feeling can be a bit unfair. A bit unfair. Mm. Why? Uh, yes, even though it's a good thing, but mm. your radical transformation can be a bit um, too much for your partner to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they can take it bit by bit, slow, slowly. But just everything just completely changed about you. Um, right. It's tough because for them, it's like I'm almost now married to someone else. So it's like in that kind of scenario, we could say that you know, like before you start deciding on losing respect or like you know, uh, thinking that you've fallen out of love for your partner just because you're at different places with regards to spirituality. Um, you know, we're talking about the example where 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 you have been married for for quite a while and all that, and then hidayah hit you first lah, contohnya, okay. you know. So in in that kind of scenario, it would be best for you to uh, like take you know like chemin kandiri dulu, and wonder whether or not is it fair for you to be thinking this way or not? Is it actually nice of you as a believer to be thinking this way or not? Mm. Like um, it could be something where you. Remind yourself to always like you know sangka baik, mm-hmm. doakan you know uh, moga moga your partner di uh, bukakan hati yes. or di lembutkan hati supaya boleh uh, nak belajar lebih pasal agama yeah. uh, and and without making the without making the the marriage uh, sort of like tension because what you want is harmony mm-hmm. in the household. Is you know sometimes um, some uh, a, a little uh, goes a long way. For mm-hmm. example, like you know when you when you yourself keep doing it for the sake of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, in the midst of you you're making your dua, and of course you have to zikir to Allah as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe hopefully in time, maybe that would be um, something that may encourage your partner to do the same. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. uh, if you feel that it's too sensitive to to talk about it and all yeah. that, because I- you know. Yeah, I, I I agree because I mm. think the the way to do this, if you think, if you notice, and that's that's why it's important to have some self awareness. If you notice that you're moving a bit too quickly for your partner, mm. then when you raise this topic or this conversation with your partner, mm. I think do it gradually, do it subtly, do mm. it gradually. Mm-mm. Don't be too imposing, mm. um, and like you said earlier, make constant du'as for them and for yeah. your marriage. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, the communication part can be tricky in the beginning because you may be at a different place mm-hmm. of knowledge at that point of time, yeah. and your partner might be at a different place of knowledge at that time. Like you know, what you have already digested for the past few years, maybe or mm. or in the recent time, it could be different. Kan? So like, macam yeah, like like Usta says, there's gotta be skill and an art to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I hope I hope you guys uh, are more skilled uh, when it comes to this as the years in your marriage, uh, you know, move on. You know, mm. it helps lah. Like when as you know your partner a lot more, you understand the person inside out. Mm. After while, you macam tahu cara nak cakap. You know yes. that you know, like how you. Nobody you knows your behind. nobody knows your partner more than you do. Okay, mm. especially if you've been married for maybe three, five, seven more years, mm. I'm sure you know your partner's weaknesses and your sweet spots and mm. what's what offends them. 
and what doesn't and use that mm. appro- use all of that knowledge to your advantage in mm. terms of mm. how you convey whatever you want to convey from your heart okay Okay, so um, a few other things that may cause people to fall out of love is when the trust is broken, Lisa. Oh. So uh, and and normally more than once. Uh, once, kadang-kadang, I can still see some couples um, fixing it, forgiving it, work, it. Yeah. forgiving each other. Yeah. Uh, but oh, when you have forgiven them once and then they repeat it again, mm. I think I could almost see like a chunk of their trust and their love is taken out of your heart and just yeah. thrown away you know like yeah, it happens the, the, again and boom thrown yes. away the, the heart is broken into cracks kan macam yeah. dah tak dah tak sempurna or, or rather metaphorically speaking mm. but then would you say when a trust is broken the most common factor would be because there is an existence or there is a presence of could be another person Person. Yeah, it could yeah. be. But I've also seen um, marriages that broke uh, be- broke apart because trust was broken, not because of a person, oh. but because of money. And we spoke huh? about this before, money. And so much okay. again, like, you, you, you take the money from the family account and then you, you said that you're not going to touch that, but you used it for your own use. Or oh, no. to use it for your business, mm. or to pay off your debts, your loans from the mm, loan shark mm. couple, or you take it and you gamble the money mm. away, or you take it to buy drugs and things like that. Oh, Sometimes amazing. it's money, also, mm, or, mm, or you know addictions like I said, drugs could also be it. You say you mm. do it again, but you do it again. Trust mm. is also broken, right? Uh, right. In, in those kind of instances, a lot of, of deception or fraud, Betul? and Betul? oh yeah, okay. Mm. So trust is really very fragile, for sure. Mm. Oh, yeah. um, and the hardest thing to rebuild is really uh, broken trust. Mm. Well so, said. Yes. Yeah, but but going to your example earlier, that uh, one other thing, maybe one last thing we can talk about is the presence of another party. Mm. Um, and this person does not necessarily have to be an active person. Maknanya, you're not like actively trying to win over the heart of one of the persons in the relationship, in the marriage. Okay. They could just be present there. They could just be a friend or an extended, you know, someone uh, someone there, someone present, someone available. And and the person starts thinking and starts fantasizing, fantasizing in a way that, eh, my marriage is so boring, so mundane, so mm. uneventful. There mm. are no surprises. It's all routine. When mm-hmm. I look at that person, I think we would enjoy more because we share more things in common. There's something about that so-and-so. Something yeah. about, it's something exciting. It's something... Yeah. Either, yeah. you know, oh, we, we enjoy doing the same stuff or we like the same kind of things, same kind of Ayo. books that we read or we we both like to travel. My partner doesn't like to travel. Some things like that. When you, But it's not even true. There, there isn't maybe even a real connection. But you just start imagining it in your head. Mm. And... You know, there doesn't even need to be that relationship with that third person. It's all in your head and you start losing feelings for your current partner because you start attaching emotions to this fantasy Other, of yours. Right, 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 right. It's not, the, the energy is no longer invested in this particular person. It's just being invested into something else right now. So, you, so, the, so that's why in, in your mind... Tangibly, when you see this person, the, that feeling is 
not the same as when mm. you maybe yeah you because know. then you're like looking at your partner and you're like sighing and like, <sighs> if only he's more like that if only she's more like this dangerous you know, <laughs> yeah dangerous but so the more you entertain the more you entertain those thoughts that's when it gets mm. dangerous huh? you yeah. can brush it off and say and communicate instead to your partner you know dear you know what i love to do and hopefully you know you can join me one of these days i love to cook with mm-hmm. you or for example you know do something mm-hmm. let's cook a storm in the kitchen together you know that would be mm-hmm. nice i've always wanted to do that just mm-hmm. something like that maybe the person you like loves to cook so that's why you much um you wonder what is like maybe I, i can enjoy it with my own partner mm. and and do that instead so that's how you overcome it and you you avoid falling into that trap of constantly wondering and thinking and fantasizing about what it will be like Yeah, but just a little tip. Janganlah pula cakap macam, you know, like so-and-so. Yes. You do that, and then your partner is going to feel like, you know what, you're not going to change me. This is mm. me. Mm. You know? It, and also they'll feel hurt. Like, oh, you mean of I'm course. not good enough? You mean that person is better? Yeah. 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 Never start off with, ah, tengok dia tu kan bagus dia macam gitu. You know, don't, <laughs> don't start. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Thank you for no, no, bringing no. that up. Yeah, It should yeah. never be that way. Yeah. Because you know, um, yeah. When you mentioned something and it kept on replaying back in in my head, when you said you know like um, don't entertain, when you said that don't entertain those feelings or those thoughts, that you know that kind, and it's interesting how we actually have that that control in what we feed. Okay, so so I'm not talking about feeding ourselves food. I'm talking about Um, thoughts. I'm mm-hmm. talking about feelings, mm-hmm. and thoughts and feelings can grow, or can be fed to grow, mm-hmm. because how we control that, and that's that is that that is really a strong power that we have, Sabananya. Yeah. You know, if we don't, if we're not careful with it. And then we allow for it to be fed, for it to grow. It will therefore grow, mm-hmm. right? It's amazing how 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 one can how one can do that actually, you exactly. know? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, so just be mindful of this. Obviously, mm-hmm. we can also talk about the more serious thing, lah. Meaning, there literally is a person. I want to talk. I wanted to highlight first that there isn't really a person actively involved in in mm. this whole scenario, Mm-mm. but of course we can also talk about when there's someone, there is someone actively involved. To lagi dangerous. That that is even harder. It's even mm. harder, um, because I'm not saying it's impossible for you to get back, but it's just going to be a lot harder. It's going to require a lot more work. Mm. Uh, it's going to make your heart very confused. Uh, it's going to make your mind confused and overwhelmed. Yeah. So, I mean, the other part is really when there is an active person involved. Lah, and this is mm. the great, great worry. Um, you know, when that person is is very involved, it normally causes us more confusion. Our heart will be confused. Our mind will yes. be confused and overwhelmed. Yes. We don't know how to prioritize. We don't know what to choose. Mm. Uh, and we know, don't know. Suddenly, a lot of things are blurred, isn't it? Like, we don't yeah. know what's right. We don't we don't know what's right becomes like like the 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 issue there because like the the other party feels more right yeah if if that makes any sense it, normally when these things happen 
the the initial reaction is that the initial feeling rather is mm. this f- this feels wrong but right at the same time that's normally oh. what people often say wow. it's wrong because it's wrong but mm. it feels right because that's what you're feeling mm. so i think you that you don't want to deny it yeah you got to retreat mm. back and ask yourself um what is this is this going to go anywhere is this bad is this something i can control is this mm. something that's going to get worse um and then make a decision is it impossible for you to get back to your partner even after being in in such a scenario it's mm. not impossible you know you can always rebuild something even if it's lost you need to have faith and you need to be committed to it and you need to be sincere and genuine and inshallah allah will you know help you get back inshallah mm. inshallah Wow, that was yeah. quite the topic. <laughs> quite the topic, Mizi. But then you know, like at least um, you know, it's great that we touched on this. Mm. The realities about love that that you know, um, that that we wanted to um, expand our discussion on. You know, falling out of love is something that is possible, that can happen, and you know, um, Ustaz uh, earlier shared about why it may happen and 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 also what are the common conceptions about it or misconceptions about it mm-hmm. i guess like you know whether or not we have i think our conclusion to this discussion would be somewhat open ended depending on the scenario mm-hmm. um I think it's uh it the one of the most important takeouts that i could take from what you shared earlier was how we must be very much aware and allow for the 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 mind and the heart to work together yes you know uh, at what kind of ratio at what kind of ratio i think you know like it's pursuant to you as an individual on how you work that out because sometimes it requires a lot more heart to understand mm. how much you have to sankabai at a situation and not and not be um and not think negatively about it Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need a lot more heart to tweak that in the brain or in the mind. So, um, yeah. So, so I guess that's. Yes, that's, that's it. Thank you so much, uh, Lisa. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Mm-hmm. I hope that uh, conversation helps you to maybe prepare, prevent, mm. work on your marriage a bit more, communicate more with your partner, um, or even try to work on fixing whatever that may have. Uh, made you confused before this okay so thank you once again and take care and we look forward to the next one assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh